Are you tired, frustrated, and feel stuck? Are you a high-performing business professional, entrepreneur, and you are not getting the results you desire or you hit a ceiling? Have you been around the block and tried many modalities? You are in the right place. The answer, my friend, is in the little-known brain-soul connection. Welcome to the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your dream life. Your host, Louise Schwartzwalter, created a five-part mind-body-soul methodology that clears the subconscious blocks to success. You are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. The seed of all you need is already within you. From engaging transformational interviews, brain-soul success stories, and secrets shared by health, wellness, and spiritual experts, you will reconnect, revitalize, and transform your powerful life. It's time for you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Brain Soul Success Show. Again, you're in for a real treat. We have as our guest, Rachel Varga. She is a, a nurse, and she's also double board certified as a nurse specialist in aesthetics. Since 2011, she's had over 20,000 procedures performed. She's an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses, celebrity skin expert featured on Bulletproof Radio, Ask the Health Expert podcast with JJ Virgin, live with Dr. Kellyanne Bertucci. Did I say that right? Okay, Bertucci and more. Rachel's also a speaker and a four-time academically published award-winning author in the field of plastic anesthetic nursing, as well as an executive board member and peer reviewer for the Plastic and Aesthetic Nursing Journal. Gosh, you, so you have like a blend of research and practicality. Wow, um, amazing. So through your education on skin care, skin and laser rejuvenation, non-surgical solutions, healing lifestyle and biohacking practices on the Rachel Varga podcast, Rachel helps inspire others with her unique toolkit to navigate and strategize aging impossibly well using the holistic science of beauty at rachelvarga.ca where one-on-one -on -one sessions or at home. You can do these at home, you guys, and in or in her clinic, either way. And you are in Vancouver, is that right? Vancouver Island. You're so I, I live the slow, nice island lifestyle, yes. Oh, that's I'm an so, island girl. Oh, that's really, really wonderful. Well, um, what a great background and what, you know, what a great gift you have that you're giving the world and giving us today and being here. I'm so grateful to have you, Rachel. Um, it's it's just an honor. You know, it's not often we meet somebody who really knows skincare at the depth you do. Well, thank you for having me. And we're aligned on various different levels. I look forward to having you on my show too. Everyone tuning in, you should have heard what we were talking about before we started recording. We are two peas in a pod here. <laughs> we sure are. This is going to be awesome. You know, and, and I know you do a lot with energy work too and mindset. What's the mindset of being beautiful? What would well, you what that is? Really, this is a lifelong mission of mine is to unpack what is radiance. 
And we think, oh, having beautiful skin, looking beautiful, we tend to externally see what's presented to us as what is beautiful and Mm -hmm. pretty and pleasing to the eye. But really, when you start to connect with people and realize that, hey, you know, this person might have some fine lines, wrinkles, sunspots, but there's something to them that is drawing me in and that I find magnetic. And what is that? And radiance is truly what I'm learning and just observing my most high vibe radiant clients, which are typically men and women aged 50 to 90 that have never done anything rejuvenation wise in their lives. They feel good. They kind of want the external to match the inside, but they are way ahead of the curve than others that have been Um, really looking into rejuvenation procedures, but don't have what these people have, the subset of clients I work with, Uh the body, mind, spirit, energy practices. That's the magic sauce. That's, that's radiance. That's true beauty. That's true beauty. Wow. And then we are very aligned because of course, that's what I do too. It's body, mind, spirit, and energy field, right? You know? So yes, it's that inner beauty that you're really speaking of. And yet, you know how to take care of the skin on the outside too you know, in in just an amazing, amazing way. So especially, I guess, if you had skin issues. So let's talk about that for a minute. You know, so things like rosacea, eczema, all of those kind of things, or, you know, sunspots. Um, Maybe it's different for each condition, but what, what do you do to help that? What do you do to help people with skin, you know, with skin imbalances, I guess I'm going to say. Sure. Oftentimes I'll meet with clients and they present with having red, sensitive, reactive skin. Maybe they've been told by someone in the past that they have rosacea. And and the thing that's funny here is word choice. When we're thinking of the brain, you don't Mm -hmm. want to say things like my rosacea, my acne. You want to kind of um, compartmentalize yourself from that. It's not part of you. Mm -hmm. and you're experiencing rosacea or you're experiencing acne at this time is actually like a better mindset and word phrase with that. So that's kind of an aside. Okay. But when I see clients that work with me and they're complaining of sensitive skin, they've been told they have rosacea. There's actually a few common trends that I see across the board. And Mm -hmm. typically one of the root causes is they're simply not looking after the largest organ of the body in a way that it wants to be looked after. So there's some work to be done around optimizing not only their personal care products and making sure that they're free of parabens, phthalates, sulfates, artificial dyes, fragrances, not tested on animals. Mm-hmm. We want them to work as well. So I work with about 14 to 15 different brands that I've worked with my clients since 2011. And I see what gives results. I see what they keep coming back for, but it's how the products are then used. So for example, clients that have red sensitive skin, um, quote unquote rosacea, they're typically uh, cleansing inadequately. So they're having reactive oxidative species actually hanging out on their skin. And that's kind of a fancy word for things like dirt, debris, mold, pollution in the air that if it sits on the skin and it's not cleansed and exfoliated off, actually creates oxidative stress. So there's some work to be done around something as simple as cleansing, uh, using the right moisturizer with antioxidants and peptides, Mm -hmm. um, mineral-based mineral 
only, not a blend of chemical, mineral, not chemical, mineral only sunscreen, exfoliating a couple of times a week, and then maybe, you know, introducing some other actives, but stabilizing the skin first is mm -hmm. key. And those that have sensitive skin or rosacea, uh, they typically have taken uh, poor advice. There's a lot of really bad free information online these days. Okay. And someone <laughs> a number of years ago started to yeah. tell people to only wash their face once a day. That was probably some of the worst advice or just water splashing again, not going to give the skin what it needs. So there's the stabilizing the skin aspect. And then things like eczema, psoriasis, and acne, mm -hmm. um, and also diffuse redness to the cheeks, corners of the nose, redness and puffiness to the eyes. Mm -hmm. That is the body telling you something, right? Sure. That's maybe symptom. the toxic bucket is getting too full. And then you're mm -hmm. experiencing those things on the skin. So mm -hmm. having great skin is also having low inflammation and low toxicity in the body. And of course, yes, you have to use the right products as well. Oh, that's really good. Absolutely. Because we're whole people, right? You know, when I was super sick, I went through a sauna program to sweat out heavy metals and chemicals. It was a five-week program, medical program. And all I can think about back then was we used my skin as my largest organ to detox because I knew my kidney and liver were not working up to par. And so we used the skin. So your skin, we just want to make the point here, your skin is your largest organ and you've got to take care of it. So taking care of it from the inside out, you know, and what I love about Rachel's work is she gets this connection to the brain, you know? So I know that, that you must've gotten on this path in some beautiful way yourself. I'm, I'm just curious, how did you even become, you know, double board certified aesthetic <laughs> nurse specialist? What was your journey, Rachel? Well, there's a long version and a short version. So okay. for the purpose of the show, let's okay. do the short version. Uh, my mom is also a nurse. She's okay. actually a night nurse for 30 years. So I saw her in my teens go from 210 to 140 mm. and really switch up her diet lifestyle. So from a young age, I had healthy living practices, good eating habits instilled in me. I also learned how to not be a care provider by putting others' needs always first ahead of my own, right? You got to put nice. your oxygen mask on first, uh -huh. love yourself first, right? And then yes. you'll, be, you'll be a much better lover of others, if you will. And then I did my nursing degree. And after that, did two years of, actually more than that, of pediatric trach vent care. So I was specialized in that. And then I wanted to maybe become a medical doctor myself. And then I linked up with a highly specialized oculoplastic surgeon, which in the rejuvenation world is kind of like the creme de la creme type of practice. So the eyelids mm -hmm. uh, worked with a lot of eyelid surgery, a skin cancer removal, rejuvenation of the eyes. I wrote my first paper on that as well. And then I just started to notice my most vibrant clients and what they were doing and studying that and taking notes out of their playbook. And then of course, uh, became connected with our network of like-minded healers and a lot of practitioners that have moved from simply the Western allopathic model to 
also embracing the the functional type of models as well. So the best of both worlds, if you will. So that's where I am now. It's kind of blending the best of both worlds, mm-hmm. um, working with people like yourself, Louise, having a show mm-hmm. myself. Uh, we get to interview some of the most brilliant minds out there. And so we're always learning and evolving as practitioners. I love to be a, a researcher. I have a very inquisitive mind. And what you mentioned with energy, a lot of times we focus on the body, mind, and spirit, but we forget the energy. And most of our universe, 70 to 80% is actually dark matter. It's the space in between. It's the quintessence. So that's where I think uh-huh. radiance lies. That's where I think true beauty lies. It's in that space in between. And when everything is humming at just the right frequency, then your body's going to be better able to ward off toxins and stressors like brain traumas when they mm-hmm. come in, you know, nudge you off course, but really it's nudging it nudged me back on course. <laughs> That's yeah. another story too of where I am now with some experiences I've had with the brain too. Yeah. You know, that's really, really beautiful. Again, we are very aligned and I love that you understand that there's an energy field because I always think about our energy field. In fact, we're 99.999% space. And I believe we heal in the spaces. And so it's healing the soul body that gives you radiance. So it's starting out here in the field. And if you can't clear the field programs, putting all kinds of wonderful things on your skin is not going to necessarily change at all. It's got to be whole. And so it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and field, you know? And so I know we're aligned that way. So where are you going to meet somebody who does such great work with skin, is a researcher, and gets that piece too, guys? That's <laughs> yeah, amazing. So I so, so appreciate that, you know? So, so how can you, you know, so the skin is going to reflect what's going on the inside, right? And you can have inflammation in the body, but then you'll have puffiness on the skin. Is that right? Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. I actually did a study with another surgeon on the other side of the country, Dr. Corey Goldberg, and we were looking at a specific supplement. I'm not going to mention the supplement name. Obviously we're not, Uh we're not going to talk about that specific product, but it worked at oxidative stress using a superoxide dismutase type of ingredient. Mm -hmm. And across the board, him and I had, we didn't have a single non-responder in this study. And everyone across the board had less uh, diffuse redness to their cheeks, the corners of the nose, the uh, lash line, periocular eye area, mm-hmm. uh, more brightness to the eye, so less dark circles. Pigmentation started to fade, and also fine lines and wrinkles because there's quite a quite a bit of omega in there too. They actually improved, and again, everyone across the board had this more golden glow. It was quite quite fascinating. To- to see. He did his study ending at about three to four weeks and I went to six to eight weeks. So it was interesting. He concluded it a bit sooner than mine because it's just so nice to see that, Hey, I'm working with something. It works. Here's research I've done to back it up, even though it's already a third-party independent lab tested company with over 15 years of research. So that's really kind of the fun part of my job is doing the photography to actually see the changes. To see the changes. Yep. Absolutely. That makes so, that makes so much sense. And I know, you know, I always used to like ask this question too, you know, was there a time in your life where you felt challenged and, you know, your brain was out of balance and you needed to get it back sort of in line? Um, Can you think, think back on anything that, that maybe you went through where a lot of learning took place for you? 
Well, it was more than one time. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> In August, 2019, I was rear-ended pretty significantly and actually subsequently had to go off work and all these things. But the thing is, I was in such good shape leading up to that personal training, glute bridging, 325 pounds, deadlifting, 175. My husband's a six-time pro world champion kickboxer. So I had, no pun intended, the best trainer and motivator in my corner. And so I was already in really good shape. And if I wasn't, I would have been in much worse condition because car crashes typically impact women more significantly than men because we have less musculature to protect our vertebrae and our cervical spine and, and whatnot. So after that, I started to notice um, huge skin changes because uh-huh. obviously I had uh, terrible whiplash and all sorts of issues. But the weird thing that actually happened within a couple of days was just tremendous acne and breakouts all in my jawline area, my neck area that I had never had to this degree. Okay. So clearly the skin was saying, wow, there's some serious inflammation happening in the body and like all these different things getting expressed. And again, I was already a pretty healthy person using good products, but the brain got rocked more than I realized. But the second time mm-hmm. I was actually in another car crash, either were my fault. Um, I was actually on my way to do cold therapy because I would do about eight to 10 minutes in the ocean here in Canada. It's always cold oh, well, uh, fun. Up, up to my jawline. I would immerse myself in the cold to teach myself how to regulate my autonomic nervous system. Mm-hmm. That's what I noticed tr- impacted me the most. Well, other things too, but this sense of unease or feeling more anxious than I typically would have ever before. I'm usually cool like a cucumber. So I knew something was off. So cold really helped me. So here I am with one of my girlfriends in her Camaro. I'm on the passenger side all the way to the beach to do my cold therapy, get that sun gazing in too for that circadian rhythm balancing. And then this woman with an expired driver's license, I think she was in her late eighties. She ran a red light and hit me on the passenger side. And I went to the hospital, obviously everything was missed. But the next day I had tremendous nausea, uh, imbalance issues. I just felt very off. I had difficulty focusing with my eyes. And as you know, Louise, it's not usually the first time your head gets rocked. It's the second time that things are sort of potentiated, if you will. So that it was really difficult for me. And I had to rearrange my entire life. Uh, we're part of a similar organization where we're kind of praised for this jet set lifestyle, being on this TV appearance, being over here. And, you know, I was doing the circuit Vancouver, Toronto, New York, California, set to go to London too, to teach, but I couldn't do that plane ride. I couldn't sit. And so I was on this trajectory of what I thought was success. And then I was bumped out of that and into a life that I never dreamed I would love so much, a much slower lifestyle. I'm home with my husband. I see him all the time. Uh, I'm outside grounding every day. We grow a lot of our own food. And so it's funny. We're led to believe what 
beauty and what's pretty and attractive should be. We're also led to believe what success is, but really true success is being at peace, having a drama-free lifestyle (laughs) and having the body, mind, spirit, energy uh, optimized as much as possible. So, and the funny thing is I was having to do quite a few lasers. Every time I get a breakout, I would have to um, go at it with the laser to get rid of the post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation or redness. I was doing you know, quite a few injectables. And then the funny thing is after the second crash, I just leaned immensely into biohacking, uh, food optimization. And so I went from about 60% in clinic, 40% home care, skincare, durable rolling, things like that, to now 90% home care, biohacking and 10% in clinic. And it's just remarkable, you know, looking at my skin in the mirror, I'm like, I'm doing way less to it than I ever have. Mm -hmm. And I have the best skin of my life. And so now that's what I teach my clients to do is to optimize everything else, really only do the in-clinic stuff if you absolutely have to, because it does add to the toxic bucket. Mm -hmm. So in a roundabout way, it's actually getting bumped off course off this trajectory that I felt like I was destined to be on feeding the ego, all these TV appearances to now having a much more grounded, centered, balanced, and aligned lifestyle. There's a, there's a silver lining in every cloud, right? So, and then the obvious question, you did such a great job and you have so many tools is how did you get your brain back? A lot of cold therapy. Cold therapy. Okay. Yep. Uh, one of the other things that a number of years ago, I didn't have social media and then I had to get it for this particular reason. And what I noticed was uh, with my generation, where obviously I'm speaking to many different generations here, having an online business, you have to have an online presence. But I just felt like whenever I was scrolling on this one particular application called Instagram, I was getting triggered. I was having things brought into my awareness. So I was really noticing some significant interference. Here we go for the energy stuff from an electromagnetic AI and potentially um, spiritual component that I just knew was not right for me. Okay. So I deleted it, which was a very bold move as an online (laughs) entrepreneur. And then the next month had the second best business uh, month in my history. So it's, it was almost like a gratification. Yes, this was, was a good move. So focusing less on feeding the ego with, you know, here's, here's a selfie of what I did today. Check out my awesome life. Forget it. Just be in the present moment. Mm -hmm. So being in the present moment, as opposed to constantly trying to document everything, share things all the time with other people. It's, it's just a whole different way of living now that I've had to do in order to support my brain Mm -hmm. and reduce, um, smell, uh, lighting. There's no LEDs in my home aside from my studio lighting here. Uh, electromagnetics. So a huge proponent of uh, purifying your air, water, lighting, and electromagnetics to allow your autonomic nervous system to be more regulated and less interfered with. So you learned a lot during that, you know, from that, from those accidents. Yeah. So it's about managing your environment and you do so many similar things to what I do. 
I mean, I have all these kind of filters in my wall sockets and, you know, I do, I do all kinds of stuff the same. So, you know, what we're talking about here for all of you listening is, you know, there's an electromagnetic field that we're exposed to, whether it's your cell phone, whether it's your computer, whether it's just electricity in your house. Um, I have an all electric house. So I have all kinds of like gadgets and chips and stuff on my different electrical devices. Um, and so if you guys want to know something about that, you can reach out to Rachel or myself. Um, we can certainly help you with that. Um, hold up your phone for a minute. I know that you have a you have a Faraday cage around your phone. Yeah, I actually keep my cell phone in. Yeah. Uh, it's a silver lined pouch. Mm-hmm. All right. This isn't for everyone. Everybody, but when you start to recognize that electromagnetics impact some of us more than others, I tend to see this impacting more of the intuitive group, to be honest. Yes. Just because our senses are heightened. My sense of smell is just ridiculous. If I'm on an off grid day, 200 kilometers out of cell phone reception, I have to do that actually about once or twice a week. I will smell a bear. Oh, you have some little bear. Oh, that's kind of, wow. Yes. But I sleep in um, silver blankets to basically shroud myself from electromagnetics while I sleep. It's very difficult to completely reduce your exposure to electromagnetics. So at least if you're sleeping, you know, you have air purification in your room, you are shrouding yourself with electromagnetic type of blankets, keeping your phone in this type of Faraday cage as much as you can, turning off all your Bluetooth. Not everybody has to do this much, but there is a relatively significant portion of the population that is electromagnetically hypersensitive. Yes, I totally agree. And I see that a lot because our tribe is the sensitive empathic people. And so we all need sort of that protection and you can see, and you know, that does affect our brains, you know, so that will affect your concentration, will affect your mood, it'll affect your sleep. Um, So what Rachel's talking about here is, you know, the field pieces that need to be um, monitored and really just put back in balance for all of you. And you're going to know, you'll feel it, you know, so if you feel off, start asking good questions right? What are the questions we need to ask? You know, is it this, 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 or this, you know, is it something I'm eating, something I'm breathing, something I'm smelling? Is it something I'm touching? You know, and then you can get good answers for all that. What about um, skin? How does the electromagnetic, um, you know, interference affect skin, do you think? I'm actually writing a paper on this. Oh, Funny, good. you should ask. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you, you do a, it's a literary review, actually. If you do a simple search on PubMed, you will find a couple of articles. Uh, one of them is speaking to EMFs impacting ocular health, the eyes. Mm-hmm. And about 50% of the population has dry eye. Yes. Now, EMFs from our devices, uh, they kind of bombard us, right? And so there is a direct link between EMF exposure, which is essentially non-ionizing radiation, which is slightly different than ionizing radiation that say you get from a nuclear plant or a fallout and things like that. It's different. And it does impact the eyes by creating more irritation and dryness and redness. And then it also impacts the skin and I'll elaborate why it does that. So with the skin, Skin, it creates EMFs, create more redness, uh, diffuse redness and irritation to the skin, much similar, similarly to how someone with sensitive skin or rosacea 
would present. Now, obviously, what we talk about here is not medical advice, educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition, you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician. <laughs> okay, good. What EMFs do to the body? Uh, actually, there's a great researcher, Dr. Beverly Rubick, R-U-B-I-K. If you have never heard of her, please do a deep dive of her work. She's one of the leading researchers in the space of non-ionizing radiation. So why I'm interested in EMFs and the skin is because the skin is the largest organ of your body. And what is throughout your entire body? Blood, right? Mm -hmm. So our red blood cells, typically when we're grounded, you know, we haven't been yammering on our phone or we don't have our phone in our backpack while we're walking away or walking around our handbag and we're grounded, your red blood cells look like donuts or inner tubes. And they're appropriately spaced. They kind of bump off one another. And so red blood cells have the ability to carry oxygen and nutrients to tissues and organs. The skin is an organ. And then it takes away toxins and CO2. Now, what we're finding with EMF exposure in as little to, you know, a five-minute conversation on your cell phone or having the phone not on airplane mode in your handbag what happens is your red blood cells no longer have this smooth epithelium, like the smoothness to the, the inner tube, the donut, if you will. It mm -hmm. creates a more jagged um, edge to it. And then what happens is something called Rouleau. So the red blood cells start to string uh, and attach and form chains, much like a roll of coins or mm -hmm. those uh, circular candies on a string they clump together and you actually get fibrin forming. So then what happens is your, your tissues, your organs, every aspect of your body isn't getting good oxygenation flow of nutrients and uh, carrying away of CO2 and toxic byproducts. So oh. it's quite profound. There are mm -hmm. some different types of photography that can actually assess oxygenation of the face itself, which is uh, in, in my paper. So it's quite, quite profound and we're getting exposed to quite a bit more EMFs than we ever have. So we basically are the test subjects. <laughs> yes, we really are. I mean, we don't even realize it. And of course there's cell phone towers being put up everywhere all the time. Um, so we're, we're all getting exposed to more and more radiation. Mm -hmm. No, and there's even there's radiation from the sun too, you know. So there's natural radiation as well as the radiation that's man-made, you know, taking that all into account. That's very interesting. Thanks for sharing about the blood. You know, I'm just thinking, hey, we used to look under a microscope and do live blood analysis. Well, that's you know? how you see it. Yeah, you see it through live blood analysis, yeah. Yeah, and we would see so much cool stuff in there. And then you know what we did is we actually hooked people up to biofeedback at the same time, mm -hmm. and we would change the blood in real time. We'd watch it shift like on the, on the microscope, you know, under the microscope and on the screen. Um, and that was really, really cool. So, so much can be done positively with frequency, but we're also affected by all the negative, you know, electromagnetic fields out there for sure. And it does affect your, your skin and your brain and your whole body. One of the other things I wanted to add mm -hmm. that you were saying, listen to yourself. <clears throat> you absolutely need to listen to that inner voice that is saying, hey, maybe this isn't feeling so good for me. Or wait, what about that? Is that actually okay? If you have those thoughts entering your mind, 
you need to actually entertain them because it very well could be the first little warning that your body, mind, spirit, and energy is trying to give you. So listen to those. Don't just brush them off thinking, oh, that's a little too left field or woo-woo. If it's entering your you, I recommend paying attention to that. And biohacking for all this stuff, uh, those that are biohacking or aka simply living a pure lifestyle and doing all the body, mind, spirit, energy stuff is thousands of years old, these types of practices. Biohacking is just a new word for it. And my husband doesn't really do a lot of the biohacking stuff. He just innately knows what's good for you. Some of us do need a little extra guidance, unlike my husband who just like, he just knows. Uh-huh. So there's kind of two different camps. Those that need a little bit of help and guidance for integrating things like biohacking and understanding quantifiable aspects of ourselves. And those that they just inherently get it and it's easy for them. <laughs> yeah. And we watch that and are like, oh darn, how come we can't do that? Right. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit different or a little bit more, a little bit more work. Yeah, a little bit more work. You know, um, let's let's shift gears a little bit. I want to find out, you know, what are some of the biggest factors that have helped you become successful? I would say having a pretty cool background. My great grandmother is the second ordained female minister in Canada. And then my other great, great grandma was actually uh, one of the first people from the UK to come over here and was what you would consider a channeler. So I have a really interesting background, which Mm -hmm. I think allowed me to understand the spiritual concepts at a really young age and kind of set that up around me. So that's something that is a key factor in my life to allow me to be grounded, centered, balanced, and aligned, uh, be in source energy and all of that, and understand when things maybe are trying to um, interfere. And the bottom line factors for being successful in our work with our clients and in our interactions with people, places, and things is to really purify yourself as much as humanly and esoterically possible. Awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's been some really interesting research. Uh, Dr. Terrence Palmer has recently passed, but he did some phenomenal research out of the UK looking at different demographics being impacted by different sort of slightly esoteric spiritual things more than others. And so this isn't in everyone's path, but um, these are really interesting times Mm -hmm. where we have these pieces of technology around us all of the time. And so I'm a little concerned with uh, biohacking wearables and the sending and receiving components as well, not to mention Bluetooth. So there's that too. It's just living a more natural lifestyle is the the type of uh, the factors that that really allow me to do what I do. And then of course I surround myself with loving friends, family. I don't have time for people that are going to drain my energy. I don't work with clients that I don't feel in resonance with. Um, Mm -hmm. That's I'm very clear about that. And the other factors much like you, Louise is having a show and being able to connect with people like us to find our tribes, to learn from some of the most brilliant minds in the space of human optimization is just, 
it's next level. Like you can't get that at a university degree. (laughs) You're right. You can't get that in a university degree. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I know that all of our audience here, I'm sure resonates with that as well. And so, yeah, it's, it's, you know, you're so blessed because if you had, you know, your grandparents had this spiritual path and journey, um, I can feel, I feel things, Rachel. I'm not, I don't see auras. Okay. Um, I do a lot of energy work in the field, but I feel people and you have an amazing soul. Like you just have a beauty about you that just glows. And I don't think it's just your skin. (laughs) It's really, it's that innate energy that you're talking about that comes from within, from all the work you do, from taking care of you and from your background. You know, you had, you were blessed with just amazing ancestors and exposed to this at a very very young in age. And I think COVID did this to all of us. It feels to me like COVID brought some, I don't want to call it whatever we want to call it, COVID pandemic, whatever you want to call it. Um, It brought to the surface the need to kind of go back to ourselves, back to our roots and to do some self-work, you know, and to really take a look at what's important for each one of us and to allow our gift in the world to shine in a bigger way. Well, speaking of the aura. okay. Thank you for those wonderful things that you shared. I received that and I encourage all of you when you receive a compliment to receive it. Don't just say, oh, well, you know, this, that, the other thing, like stop that right now Uh and simply (laughs) receive kindness that someone is wanting to give you because we tend to do that. Actually, just notice when you compliment someone. How they respond? Do they receive it, or do they, you know, go off on this tangent there and all sorts of things? And also, when you ask someone how they are, you'll you'll again see this like two camps of people here. Mm-hmm. How are you today? Oh, I'm busy. I did this, that, the other thing. Versus, how are you today? Oh, you know, I did this today. I had this beautiful walk. I did this yesterday. It's it's like this different frequency. Mm-hmm. So. Let's talk about the aura for a moment. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think you're pulling out some kind of cool machine. I'm not sure. <laughs> yes. Tell yes. Me, this me. is this is a prop. This is actually a device. Um, okay. This is for practitioners only. Really excited for there to be a consumer model. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what's called the BioWell, and a lot of European healers and practitioners use this, um, especially that are interested in the space of energy healing, mm-hmm. uh, because again, we're mainly made up of space, in case, case you didn't know that. Uh, so this little box here contains a Kirlian photography instrument. So what you do is you oh. put your fingertip in here, and there's a little uh, angled piece of glass. And what that detects from your fingertips, you actually measure all 10 fingertips. And uh-huh. what it detects, get this the light coming off of your fingertips, the photons, the quality, the photons? Oh, the direction. Very cool. So mm. cool. Yes. Cool. Okay. I was just like, we're about to nerd out here for a moment. Okay. <laughs> we sure are. This so what great. this technology does is it then extrapolates the quality of photons being emitted from your fingertips. Okay. Again, this is why I don't recommend things like facial gua sha tools and stones on your face. You're Mm -hmm. actually better off massaging and doing your own lymphatic drainage with your fingertips because of the energy that's coming off of there. Yes, stones can have properties too, but for the most part, when you're buying those facial gua sha tools, 
they could very well be made from a child in the Orient. And that's probably not going to have a good vibration to it. So your fingertips are great. Right. Okay. So what, what happens here? is we measure our fingertips and the, the energy coming off of it. It goes to a computer program. No, I'm not paid to talk about this. It's just fascinating. Um, and then it actually gives us a readout of the quality of our human biofield. So this could be maybe another way of looking at the aura. So what it does, is it looks at the, uh, the quality of your human biofield. If, if there are any areas that are a little bit thinner it also looks at your body's jewel output. And as we know with our cells, they're constantly sending and receiving and emitting uh, protons, electrons, uh, electrical impulses. Uh, we are electromagnetic beings first and foremost, and we are physical. So it, this then extrapolates what your human biofield looks like. If you're on your phone, your human biofield will actually have shrunken. It also looks at different TCM points as well. Mm -hmm. and things to work on. And when I've used this, uh, it was telling me, oh, uh, there's something going on with the right jaw. I, I didn't have any issues at that point, but two weeks later I did. Just uh -huh. fascinating. And uh -huh. it also somehow gives you a reading of your chakra alignment. I have no idea how it does that, but this stuff is fascinating. When I've tested certain friends, family members, clients, mm -hmm. those that are doing things to optimize their cellular function, which are typically going to be biohackers, have mm -hmm. the best jewel output and the actually most stratified or complete and full human biofield. So, and we now have the capability and capacity to measure the human biofield and actually then monitor. Um, I have a device in my home that helps with geopathic stress. I tested everyone in my home before mm -hmm. I plugged it in. And so before and after, and everyone across the board had improvements in their human biofield and their physical body stool output. Very cool. That's a very good, you know what? Um, it's not the same thing, but it's probably similar and yet different. Um, so I've been measuring human biofields with a SCIO, with an actual biofeedback. We called it biofeedback, but it's more like bioresonance device for years. And so I've been in this world since 2003, and I have five different devices now that measure things like inductance, capacitor, you know, and the light. And there is a program in there, several programs, and it does show the aura. And you guys, it's fascinating. And you have all those beautiful what are those colors behind you? I'm looking at those colors behind you. If you're on YouTube, you can see this. If you're listening to the podcast, you won't see. Um, you're radiating like a, a beautiful, like pink and blue right now. <laughs> so I want to know what that oh, is. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I tend to um, not necessarily uh, pay attention to my chakras. So okay. I like to be a little up here sometimes. So I like to have uh, colors around me to remind me of different centers of my my body. And uh -huh. so behind me, these are actually just the true dark light sticks. They look really cool, but uh -huh. they actually serve a function, especially in the evening to have more uh, soft lighting in the home as opposed to bright lighting, which is a little bit more conducive to circadian rhythm. And then I have uh, one of the true light, the scarlets. You can get these things on my favorites page at rachelvarga.ca. And I just like having this one working. Um, the light kind of offsets the 
um, I have like a huge soft box here with studio lighting. Like it's really bright. So I just kind of like this. It makes a little bit more fun for me while I work too. And obviously getting in the sun is much better, but when we're working indoors, it's, it's a nice little supplement. I find. Oh, it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. You're glowing. <laughs> it's really, it's really beautiful. That is so, so awesome. So just love what you're doing, the work that you're doing, the research you're doing, how you're connecting the EMFs to the, you know, the issues with the skin. Um, I really feel like that's groundbreaking, Rachel. So, so appreciate you sharing that with us. And also your story of how, you know, your brain was impacted and the things that you've biohacked now and have done to, to shift and change. I have to, if, if I don't do these things, I'm in pain. I get headaches and I don't feel good. I can't perform in my personal and professional life. So some of us do have to do this work. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're going to be reliant on this, that, and the other thing that isn't going to be conducive to your cellular health and slowing your aging and your skin. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of work and not a lot of people are willing to do this work. But if you are, mm-hmm. you're going to get so many different benefits with different body systems and all sorts of things. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that too, because it is work, you know, and I do have, you know, I have people ask me all the time. They're like, Hey, I thought it was done. Didn't I reach this level already? Am I good now? I'm like, no, you're never done. We're always doing the work, you know, and it is about you living in this environment. We have a cultural environment, right? An esoteric environment. And so it is about managing that, you know, and staying in that, in that beautiful ground and grounded place. The 3D and the 5D, right? So I'm kind of categorized as a 3D, you'd be a little bit more like 5D, but really we're kind of, it's all the same, one of the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I feel like we can actually, I don't know if this is the truth of the world, you know, in the future here, but just because of the virtual reality and all the technology that we do have, um, we practiced being in two places at the same time at an event that I went to. And we didn't want to miss the event, but we were in Sedona. We wanted to hike. And so we did. We hiked, saw the vortexes, did all that, and then had an intention. So that's everything's intention. We held intention that we weren't missing that day at the event. And we pretended we were there listening to the speakers, getting all their information. And as crazy as this sounds, I believe that we were in two places at the same time, allowing ourselves to be enriched by both. Well, I mean, certainly people have different skill sets, right? And no, different attributes. The future is fascinating. So yes. we have just gone through a human bifurcation point. And it's really fascinating to see this shift of also systems that previously served us for 100 or 200 years, the traditional medical model. And now we're seeing parallels. And there have been many other times in human history where parallels happen out of necessity. And so again, we're seeing both the Western and the allopathic providers, especially I would say with the younger generation and then the more sort of wise uh, generation as well, coupling these two types of parallel systems together to create new things. But Mm -hmm. the future of skin health and slowing aging is really going to be the body, mind, spirit, energy stuff. Those that get it. It's not just about showing up to the clinic for lasers and injectables and surgeries. It's far beyond that. But the the future is really the next bifurcation point is going to be the transhumanism thing. Uh, That's like a whole different thing. 
something that a lot of biohackers are really excited about. They don't have to wear the wearables and, you know, certainly it could have a time and a place for supporting, especially if we've had a brain injury, but Mm -hmm. then people are going to be doing it to try and uh, get their get themselves in peak performance mode. And, and that's something I'm a little nervous about. I like my sovereignty. sovereignty. I like to be uh, mm-hmm. me and not interfered with. So mm-hmm. that is going to be fascinating to see how that plays out. Yeah, it absolutely is. I, I mean, I think this world is so fascinating. I love all this. You know, I've been in this, like I say, since 2003 and uh, probably came into the world just curious about all of this anyway. Um, if you were going to leave our audience with one brain tip, one either brain or skin tip, what would it be? Well, it's actually going to be the brain is the master regulator of all organs. Okay. <laughs> so if you want great skin, you have to continue to do what Louise is trying to tell you to do to optimize your brain function. Um, getting great skin is quite simply going to be a byproduct of that. But if you're able to, or however, to couple the brain optimization with using the right products that are free of toxins, it's also going to support your brain. So making sure, I want you to pick up your self-care products, your beauty products, your cleaning products, what you're using on your body and your hair for you and your family, make sure that there are no parabens, phthalates, sulfates, artificial dyes, and fragrances. Sometimes fragrances can be essential oils. It's usually proprietary blend, trade secret. Uh But by eliminating those toxins in your self-care products, that are known endocrine disruptors and toxins on many different levels, uh, you're going to keep that toxic bucket empty. And one of the biggest ways that we tend to expose ourselves to toxins are what we're using every single day, which is oftentimes in our foods, in our self-care products, in our cleaning products, the quality of our home. So even things like mold, Mm -hmm. most homes have mold. And so I have air purifiers everywhere. It's it's going to mold for the brain has significant um, psychological impacts, more anxiety, things like that. So really purifying everything. This is my my final word here to purify everything in your home, air, water, lighting, electromagnetics, have body, mind, spirit, and energy practices that are in alignment with you. Mm -hmm. And this will look different for everyone. Uh, this whole journey of being in this meat suit as a human is highly individual. So what might be right for me, spiritually, might not be right for somebody else. And that's sure. totally okay. So mm-hmm. owning your personal journey, not feeling like the need you have to explain yourself and not getting overwhelmed with all these options and all the money you feel like you have to spend, mm-hmm. start with the basics. And I do actually have a free guide on that. Awesome. Um, yeah, just yeah. To kind tell of us how started. to get that. How can we get your free guide on that on the basics that you're speaking of here? Yeah, so it's my nine keys to healthy skin and slowing cellular aging. So there's five skin tips to help you optimize your cleansing, moisturizing, sun protection, and exfoliation routines, and also four home and office tips too to clean things up in the biohacking type of world. Mm-hmm. So that's at rachelvarga.ca/slash slow. Aging, and uh, if anyone wants to book a one-on-one with me, use promo code Louise fifteen for fifteen percent off at RachelVarga.ca. And also make sure you catch Louise and I 
on the Rachel Varga podcast, where we're going to be talking, I'm going to be picking Louise's brain. She picked my brain today, but I'm going to be picking (laughs) your brain on how, uh, what you see your most vibrant and radiant clients doing. Oh, that is so, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for those tips. So you guys definitely want to go and get, get Rachel's tips here and then get that 15% off. You want to book a session with her. Um, just such stellar information. And, um, and you're just so beautiful. I mean, beautiful inside and out. So this has just been such a gift. I know we could talk forever. Um, it just feels, it feels so aligned. I'm in like a time vortex with you. I, I don't know. even know what time it is. <laughs> I know it's like, a ga- time's like a gas. It just keeps going. Um, so you definitely want to check Rachel's out. Get, get, uh, get that skincare tips from her. And, uh, and reach out to Rachel and get that 15% off so you can book a session with her. I have a feeling it's going to be amazing. It will change your life. So Rachel, thank you so much for being with us today. And I look forward to being on your podcast too. And this has been just such a delight. So have a great day, everyone. And remember, follow your heart, but take your brain with you.